All right, Hot Grits Podcast, Season 2, Episode 1, Episode 21 overall. I'm Travis Janana. With me, as always, is Spencer Maddox. That's right, Travis. So we're breaking down the MLB. Uh, Braves get our guy, Yasiel Puig, or at least my guy. Nobody's, I don't know how you feel about Nobody's guy. Uh, we're potentially talking Herschel Walker baby drama. Um, Washington Redskins, you know, a little... <laughs> The same stuff we always yeah. talk about with the Redskins. Yeah. Um, but first, let's. Uh, how, how'd you feel that bachelor party went, man? Yeah. So we just. So if you have not listened to the end of season one, episode twenty, we previewed the bachelor party that we were on this past weekend. Uh, we came back on Sunday. What would that be? July twelfth, eleventh, something like that. Something like that. We went to Orlando. When you came back. I did. Yeah. I made a bad decision. We'll get to that. That yeah. was one of many bad decisions you made, which yeah. were just awesome decisions. Yeah. Um, so we're down in Orlando with celebrating my younger brother's Michael's bachelor party uh, with me, you. Um, people may remember producer Rick from earlier episodes. He was down there. Brother-in-law Chris, uh, the fiance's dad, which was a cool dynamic. Yeah. I thought a that, different dynamic. Yeah, that, for that sure. switched it up. But, Kept it spicy. But. You know, everything was kind of just there besides the mass amount of alcohol we had. You know what I mean? Everyone else was just players on the stage. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like that. I, mean, I don't I don't really drink like that, but it was just like well, you could tell that some guys were just drinking and they really weren't even tasting it anymore. Yeah. They didn't really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just a trance. Dude. And, and then you look up, it's 4.30 p.m. It's only 4.30. Like, some guys are me. I am some guys. So how did you? So Spencer gets down to the bachelor party in Orlando. On we all get down there Thursday afternoon, uh, which was an event in and of itself. Um, who knew that there were two five sixty one Pebble Beach drives, one in Orlando and one in. Canada. I heard about that. I had no problems. So the entire time I was judging yeah. y'all. So you work Thursday night in Savannah while we're all right. in Orlando. Then you decide around what time to make the move. Roughly four a.m. I'm thinking there's no way I'm getting up at nine. What was the original plan? My, I was gonna I was gonna get off work very late in the night, you know, early morning. Go to sleep around five. Go to sleep and then wake up at nine, drive down, you know. Okay, well, enrich. Yeah, right off the rip, like I could have poked so many holes. In that. Yeah, that, that was, was never gonna never happen. Gonna fuck, yeah. That was never gonna happen. So I get off work at four a.m. <laughs> I'm wide awake and I'm like, you know what, dude? This is it. This is I got I got a decision to make here. I know popping sodas in the back. Yeah, that's actually a Miller Lite. He came back with a problem. But I, I'm I'm kidding. It really is a soda. I don't want people thinking get it. I don't but, give a shit. Yeah, Tell the story. Em. Fuck them. Tell the story. Anyways, so I, I get off work. I drive. I immediately pack a bag quickly. Drive straight to Orlando. Roughly three hours in, I'm struggling, dude. I mean, I'm really on really the GPS. Str- it's like a four hour, ten minute drive. Yeah, you probably stopped once. It took me about five hours to get down there. Okay, so you arrive so in Orlando very little, at very little sleep. At what nine? Nine, 9 a.m. Friday morning. Exactly. And I'm waking up from Thursday night, which, like I said, I you know I really wasn't. I probably drank the least amount on the trip, to be honest. But like, I wake up Friday morning, and you're just walking around the house with Snapchatting, like, because this is a badass house <laughs> yeah. with like game rooms and shit. But you, like, you're just not there. <laughs> I'm a shell of myself. Yeah, you weren't like drinking or anything like that. It wasn't yeah. that. It was just like this guy mentally checked out when he crossed the border. Yeah. Um, I'm here. All right, I but, made it. So I sleep for three hours. 
And then we turn it on, man. Like I, and, and then the weekend goes from there. Yeah. I, um, I, I wanted to like touch on a, just a few highlights from the trip and then you can add whatever stood out to you. Um, I mean, obviously like a bachelor party, we're not, you know, I'm not going to just like summarize the entire trip, yeah. but there were some cool aspects of it. Like Orlando was semi shut down kind of because of coronavirus. Obviously we were in the fucking belly. It was very beast. shut down. Bro, we were in the belly of the beast. Yeah. And as far as I can tell, knocking on wood, like we came out scrapping, dude. We yeah. came out grinding. I think we came out all right. You're like Barry Sanders or Marshawn Lynch with coronavirus. People will say that about me a lot. <laughs> They they say that the person I remind them of is Barry Sanders. Yeah, I get that a lot. The people around you keep getting it. You keep dipping and dodging. Swerve. Yeah. Um. So so we're down there and for right off the rip, we're up against a short par four on the golf course that we're staying at. Like our house backs up to this like what was it like three hundred twenty yard par four? Yeah. On this really nice course, drivable. But it's, it's like roughly three forty. It's 340. the fifth hole. It's like right in the middle, like the furthest away you get from the clubhouse. And we must have played that thing 30 times in three days. That was fucking awesome. Um, the fact that, the fact that. Hit about a 250 yard six iron somehow. Bladed it a little bit. But it was, I mean, that was like a lot of fun to play the same hole yeah. over and over again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On a bachelor party, Work no on less. Something. Um, I, I think the, like all the houses lining the hole with the gauntlet of music and, um. Oh my know, God. Let's just say it, dude. There was a, Really, really diverse group. Ethnically diverse group. I'm telling you, like, yeah, yeah. on our right, on the right side of our house, we had a... Jewish, Orthodox Jews. Jewish family who was almost flaunting their Jewishness. I'm good with it. Like, Hilarious. I like the look. I like the culture. Yeah. They were I better mean, than us. It was almost like, yeah, like, come on. Don't rub it in our face because we don't get one of the cool hats. The people on the other side of us, the people on the other side of us, a black family, and I think I I heard one of them talking to another one. I think it was a bunch of brothers and sisters that were in like yeah their forties, and they got after it. Yeah, and there's children everywhere. Well, children everywhere, which helped me realize not that I ever doubted it, but fuck that. Ever having children and doing it like that seems terrible to me. Maybe one day, I guess. Yeah. Across the way from our house was the loudest, clearest boombox. Right? Like a Hispanic or like a Mexican family. I think. Yeah. The music was like what you would hear at a Mexican restaurant. And it was, I mean, how far? It was like 200 yards away, right? Yeah. Okay. And you could hear it clearly through your wall. And it was like a good, clear sound. I mean, yeah. it's clearer than this recording that yeah. we record on the podcast, like no doubt. And to the point where we had our Bluetooth playing music and like we just kept turning it off. I never. We couldn't, we couldn't hear it. I never heard it stop. I never heard that music stop. It seemed like it played from 7 a.m. to 6 a.m. And they had like a, you know, like a little one hour break. Yeah. Because like, like it was on a timer or something. It's like Pringles. You don't want your pop. The fun don't stop. Um, we went to Topgolf. That was cool. Uh, you tried. We got to talk about this. Uh, this is the first time I've ever seen it. Do you want to describe your waving move? That, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That you believe gives you access, what is it, three out of five times? Yeah, no, it's like every time, except whenever well, people are around. You guys throw off my mojo, dude. I, I was I was kind of grinning whenever I did it. You gotta be real this is, serious. This is great radio that we gotta explain. Yeah, yeah, alright. So, it, anytime I was rolling through a gate, it just started last time I was in Orlando, you know, 
Anytime I'm rolling through a gate, because there's a million of them. Like a guard gate. Yeah. In, there's a million of them in Florida. Mm-hmm. I was just giving them the finger. Not, not not the middle finger, just the pointing, I'm good finger. Like one finger to the air, like a pointing little, ahead, a little yes. waggle, like going on through, yeah. heading, heading through. Heading through. And just they as were like, oh, okay, yeah, go right on through, man. Yeah. You, you hit them with a seriousness, a tone, you know, put some put some right. bass in your voice. Yeah. And, and you just kind of mumble something like, like... They sent me from the back. I'm come through. Yeah, they think through. they thought I owned the whole and what, complex. Okay, here's what happened: the first day, the first time you did it, it worked. Uh, like you said, similar yeah. to your best golf rounds, there was nobody else with you. <laughs> um, but then the next day we go through and we get. And this lady was a veteran. You could yeah, tell yeah. immediately. She shut me down. That she was just going to be a pro about this, and you start doing the waving thing. Uh, she has none of it. The arm at the gate does not come up. Yeah. She says, where are you going? I said, no, I'm good. And then I, said, yeah. and she goes, she goes, no, where, where at though? Where at the and, and, and you said it worked yesterday. And I was like, yeah, that kid's probably an intern or something. And she goes, he is. It was his first day. He was filling in. And so your waving move probably got poor Timmy fired at Champions Gate in Orlando. Probably. Um, one last thing, and then... There's a psycho running around at 4 a.m. Who let this guy in? Psychos running around leads me to my last point about the Bachelor Party review. Florida is a strange fucking place. Oh, bro. yeah, man. And I don't... I can't describe it. Most people listening to this have been to Florida, vacation in Florida. It's just something about it, man. It's just a weird, strange land. Fucking awesome for three or four days. It's not Southern. I would it's never, not. ever, ever want to live there. Like, yeah. I... I like, all the houses look exactly the same. They do. It's the same roof. Um, Very cookie cutter. I'm it's not the southernmost state. All the people look the same because, like, we just discussed the diversity. But yeah. I feel like, like, picture a person that's born and raised in Orlando right now. Is there anything that comes to mind? No. No. Mm-mm. There are those bros. You know why? Yeah, because they don't come out. Dude. There's no, like, fashion statement that uh, other than jorts that jorts, really, like, course, yeah, that really breaks down Florida. A staple. But, I mean, you got large reptiles. Everything's hot as shit all year long. The houses all look the same. It, it is a weird vibe. Palm trees. Can't figure it out. But everyone's northern somehow. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That, and Very strange. Like, build something of your own. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. have something of your own, Orlando. Make a statement. Florida, weird place. Uh, that's my take, and I'm sticking to it. You know where else is a weird place? Uh, are Dan? you segueing? Yeah, I am. Uh, can I just say real quick, that wedding is on August 21st. Yeah. I'm going to give the bachelor party A-, minus, given what we had to go through and what, what was performed. A- minus on our part, we have until August 21st to improve, I think. What do you grade it? Uh... Well, you I'm have sorry. down an A minus. I'm gonna give it a solid A, but I had a different trip than you did. I stopped back in Jacksonville. I, like I said, I made a bad decision. Stopped in Jacksonville. Yeah, kept that party rolling for a little bit with producer Rick. Well, what are you gonna do? Not swipe while you're traveling? Exactly. I mean, you have you, there's a certain amount of likes you get. So, um, all right. Anything else from that bachelor party? Nah. No, I'm good. Uh, we ordered that UFC fight on Saturday night. That was cool. Don't really want to discuss it, but. I mean, we that that's the one time where like ordering those fights is not that bad because you have fucking ten people. Yeah, I mean it becomes like ten bucks each to watch the fight. That's that's simple. I mean, of course, it took half an hour to get ESPN Plus. I can't watch I can't watch a fight unless I'm around a bunch of people or if I'm at a bar, like something like that. I can't Bro, just watch a fight by myself. Let's be honest though, you don't watch very many things by yourself. Period. True. Like you play video games or 
yeah. are out. Yeah, yeah. Me, you know what I mean? Yeah, um, I have two modes, video game mode or I'm out. Alright, so Spencer's gonna give it an A rookie score. I'm gonna give it an A minus. Um do you wanna try your segue again? I cut you off earlier. Yeah, um, you know where else is a weird place? Weird places? Okay, go ahead. Dan Snyder's brain. Hey, I'm Ooh. with you, dude. That's a nice segue. Good solid segue. I'm gonna give it another A minus. Thanks, man. That. Um the Redskins are uh, a fucking mess. But dude, in a weird way, are they like they might get it right. I've heard a few things that like Seem cool. The Red Wolves thing seems cool. Uh, the Red Tails thing, which I'm thinking, I, I don't, I never, when I say Red Tails, does that mean anything to you? You never no. heard of this? So, it sounds vaguely racist though, doesn't it? <laughs> I mean, fuck. That's not a great segue because I'm about to explain to you what it mean, what it signifies. Okay. Um, it is a, uh, like, um, so what do they call Marines? Are they Green Berets? Or is there Rangers? Green Berets. Like the Marine, know, that's the special forces for the Marines, I believe. I, I don't know. I'm not a military guy. Okay, well, like or you know, every Actually, branch or like all these special forces have like kind of like nicknames. Or yeah, 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 yeah. So the Tuskegee Airmen. Okay. The Tuskegee Airmen were the Red Tails. Whoa. And so I, dude, honestly, when I heard Red Tails, I was I don't know why I was thinking of like like a bunny that's or something that had like a red ass, tail. Though. And dude, wouldn't that be the Redskins spinning it? The the Perfect way, yeah. I mean, almost see, but then I'm thinking. It, now that I think about it, there's not like any like nicknames in pro sports for like a World War II hero. You know what I mean? Like any of those guys. Those guys just got. Yeah, I, I guess a lot of the the franchises were named before then. But why have we not honored those guys? Why are we naming our teams racist things when we have actual heroes that did a good thing? I mean, I think it's more of a team thing, though. You say heroes, like you don't. You're not back-to-back World War champs because of one or two guys. No. Group effort. Yeah. But... Women play baseball during World War II. People forget that. But there's plenty... <laughs> true. Yeah. But there's plenty of, like, badass groups in World War II that you can name, you know, or Bro, but, any war. But you know? could we name them? I mean, we just, like, we just stumbled over Green Berets. Like, we're getting fucking clowned right now. Oh, could we name them? I'm saying, Absolutely And not. we're sports fans, though. Yeah. So, like, a thing like Red Tails is, even if someone doesn't get it, Right away, at some point, it's it still will cool as shit. be explained to them, or it's just obscure enough. Like, when you really start thinking about pro teams, like historic franchises, not like successful franchises, yeah, yeah, old franchises, their names think about them in a vacuum and they don't, they're not really all that cool. I mean, the, the Cowboys, the, just a big star, the Browns, yeah, like that's you know, eh. yeah, the Steelers, like, I mean, that seems cool now. But that, like, what did that mean? That I mean, it means nothing, but it resonates with a city well, really well. Pittsburgh, and, yeah. I mean, and, and like, it goes with. They're just their they, region. they produce steel, so they are the Steelers. If not Red Tails, um, very simple-minded people back then. I, I think huh? Red Wolves, but but you know what's interesting about this is that Dan Snyder has so many ways to get this wrong, and so few ways. To get this right. Oh, yeah. And for a guy that has gotten so many obvious things wrong, I, I'm just, I'm like nervous for the guy almost. Like, I almost want to be like, dude, come on now, don't. <laughs> like, it's, you see the right answer there, fucking circle it. Do it. I'm still hoping, I'm still hoping they go into the cave and come back out and they just unveil the logo and it's still Redskins, dude. Part yeah. of my brain. He, I, I refuse to let that die. He would be the guy, like, on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? You know how you can, like, Cut the answers in half, like yeah. a 50 50. They get rid of A and C, and he still takes C. He'd be like, Give me C. Final answer? Final answer. 
Final <laughs> answer. A, red tails. C, red scans. And he's sweating it out. What if I told you Nike won't pay you if you take C? <laughs> uh, C? Uh, but our heritage. So that'll be fun to watch. Um, unfortunately, fun things to watch. Jersey swapping after games will no longer be a thing. Um, and dude, should we t- just take a moment of silence for jersey swapping? No, because I got things to say, dude. I'm so fucking jealous. Damn, I was really looking forward to see if we could pull off a moment of silence. We're no, not ready for that yet. Season no. three. Season three we'll uh, get our, moments we'll, of silence. We'll get our uh, analytics back and everyone will stop listening at like the 17-minute <laughs> mark because we just shut up for a minute. No, I'm so fucking jealous of Roger Goodell, dude. What? I know. And I here's here's a hot take for you. Everybody fucking hates this guy. And they've hated him since like 06. And he still except keeps... Except for the 30 owner. I mean, except yeah, the except owner. them. He still keeps churning out bad ideas. Black national anthem. No jersey swapping. But we're still going to put you in danger and play. And he still has a job, dude. This guy cannot get fired. Well, he dude, can't get canceled. He can't get fired. That's a horrible idea. You know what I think it was? They can though. smash into each other for an hour and a half, but they can't give each other jerseys. One of the they best players in the them. league, one of the most notable players in the league. Richard Sherman. They, they can't even toss the jerseys. Uh, Pat, no, Patty, Patty Mahomes okay. gets a contract that makes him the first player ever to be making more money than the commissioner of the league. Yearly? Uh, I don't know. Don't quote me on that. Maybe both. That doesn't make sense. Are you sure? Yes. Really? Yeah. So, how does Goodell respond? If you're going to make more money than me, then you're not fucking trading your jersey, guy. You and the rest of your guys can keep your own jerseys. You think that's what it was? I really do. Yeah, I really do. Because how else could you explain such a dumbass decision? This is a petty. Such a tone-deaf decision, dude. Like, when will they get it? But... It is notable that you're jealous, moron. you're jealous of Bob Goodell. And I think that that's... Why did I call him Bob Goodell? Raj Goodell? Yeah, Raj Goodell. He's he's not Robert. Raji Good Times. Rog, there's there's, there's no good there. times to be had there. There's something there. He's such a football guy and he's such like a an old school football guy that ooh, everyone hates ooh, now. Gibbs, segue. Go ahead. Football guy? Mm-hmm. Herschel Walker was a football player. He was. The Braves signed Yasiel Puig. Oh, you're wondering what Herschel does Herschel Walker. Walker have to do with Yasiel Puig? I'm so fucking glad you asked. Mm. Herschel Walker may well be the father of Yasiel Puig. And I'm not reporting this. I'm not saying this. I'm just saying, if you can figure out a way to prove that he's not, yeah. I'm out. I believe you. Yeah. Have you ever seen Herschel Walker and Yasiel Puig's dad in a room together? No, you have not. Dude, I really don't want to be mean about this, but this is going to be real mean. I don't think Yasiel Puig's ever seen his dad in a room with anybody. I don't think he's ever seen his dad in a room. Yeah, his dad's probably not a part of his life. Well, I was just he joking. never met his dad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's not really just... that funny. Well, damn. I didn't actually know that. But, well, damn. Yeah, fuck, man. Why'd you have to make me feel so bad? Well, dude. There are stories and websites dedicated to the to y- theory <laughs> that, that Herschel Walker may be Yasiel Puig's dad. Yasiel Puig looks more like Herschel Walker than Herschel Walker's own, like, legitimate son. The one that he claims. Right. But don't forget, Herschel Walker Unbelievable. Has, Herschel Walker also has split personalities, so he could... Yasiel Puig could be his son yeah. for like four or five months out of the year, and the other Herschel would have yeah. no fucking clue. Yeah. That's not my kid. Is that's, that how it works? That's not my kid. That's Patricia. I've read, I've read books on the issue, and I think that's how it works. 
Um, but, yeah, you're a mental health expert. Seriously though, Yasiel Puig, Braves, you, like any strong opinions either way? I, I thought about this. That- I think it's an awesome move as a Braves fan. Well, not like on the field stuff. I'm just so excited to see what that train wreck looks like. You're not- I, I think it could be successful on the field, but it, so many Braves fans are going to be so pissed at Yasiel Puig's behavior. If you thought, if you thought Ronald Acuna not running out a long single was bad for, like, Braves fans. What are they going to do when Yasiel Puig, like, throws his helmet at an opposing team and, like, charges them out? You know what I mean? Like, what are they going to do? Yeah, Akuna still should not have been pulled. And I'll no, say that was so fucking dumb. I'll say it till the day I die. Um, because it's not a deterrent because he ended up doing it in the playoffs also. Yeah. So, duh, that shit doesn't And then they didn't work. pull him then, so... Right, because it was a more important game because, obviously, you're not going to pull your best player. Duh. Yeah, pussies. Anyways, uh, I, I thought for a minute... Spencer, that I was going to become a clubhouse guy. So, and by that I mean, like, oh, this team has great clubhouse chemistry. They're yeah. really close knit. Uh, this team's got what it takes. Like, all these guys are playing for each other. Blah 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 blah. But you bring in Yasiel Puig, you got Albies and Acuna, who like are not bad guys yeah. by any stretch. But like, let's be honest, they are nowhere near like veteran. They're children. Yeah, and and that's like. You need some of that, right? Yeah. But now, are you going to tell me that you're going into a locker room that now doesn't have Nick Markakis, who is the opposite? Of yeah. He was a veteran. A pro's yeah. pro. You don't have Freddie Freeman, who is everything. I mean, a five-star, like a five-tool player. Well, we don't know. We don't know if we don't have Freddie. I'm just saying, yeah, yeah. when, when the, he walks in one. tomorrow, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, when, when he walks in the clubhouse, he's not... I mean, how many more guys are on that roster? Well. How many more guys are on that roster that have more experience than Yasiel Puig? <sighs> not a lot. And so that right there, I'm like, whoa. Yeah. And so I like, am I a clubhouse guy now? Am I a chemistry guy? Well, you're, you're kind of inconsistent on this issue, right? Because, I mean, if we were, if I was to ask you about the 08 Celtics, did their clubhouse chemistry matter whenever oh, they no, won? They were good as shit. Oh, okay, never mind. I thought we'd had this discussion before and you had taken the, like, that mattered a little no, bit. No, you're the guy that thinks there's such things as, like, clutch. I No, I think there's confidence. Like, confidence matters. I think cocky players, that matters. Like Michael Jordan's confidence mattered. Okay, I've never we talked let go about this before on the podcast. Yes, but are you? I don't a, think we've talked about this on the podcast before. No, I, I used to hate when a coach would tell me, "If you think you're going to miss it, like on the basketball court, if you think you're going to miss it, you'll miss it. You're going if you think you're going to lose, well, that's you're because you're a confident player, bro. That doesn't happen. If you miss a basketball shot, you missed it because you there was not enough art. It was too strong. Well, was, that's because you don't get in your head about it's those types physical, of things. Though, Some dude, people like, do. If you strike out, it wasn't because you weren't confident at the plate. You, like you missed the ball. So you're going to tell me that Clayton Kershaw, his failures in the play, postseason are because of a physical thing? That's a mental thing, homie. Okay, dude, it's not so naive to think that even the greatest players would have lesser numbers in the playoffs because they're playing against the best of that year. Yeah, but he cr- he's the best of the best, and he crumbled. I'm not he came gonna, up small. Yeah, but I'm just not going to, like, in baseball, I'm never going to penalize a guy for 25 games when he pitched, you know, seven, 800 games. Okay, let me ask you like, this. I can't, I can't judge him on 25 of those. Let me ask you this. It, it, and the crutch of this argument is, does pressure matter? You, we've talked about that as, as well. I think pressure influences decisions. And okay. I think it influences calls, especially in basketball. Okay, so here's the, here's the Petri dish of this argument. All right, what uh, on what free throw do you think players would shoot a higher percentage? Oh fuck! This. A random a random free throw you in just December. Just led me down the path. Oh, yeah, know where you're going. A random free throw in December, in the first quarter, or 
a free throw to go up by one, game seven. Which one has a higher percentage of being made? Is it the random one in December or is it the one in game seven? I mean, the random one in December. It's obviously the random one in December. That type of thing matters. And that's all I'm saying. Maybe we leave it there. Um, uh, for the Braves, though, anything else? Uh, Mike Soroka is going to start opening day versus the Mets. Um, and there's also this thing, like, we don't have to talk about it, but now the AP has reported that at least um, 10 umpires have already pulled out. Yeah. And are not going to be participating. So are we going to have to use replacement umps? Like, I don't know, but like they're also talking about having the umpires ride on the charter flights with teams. Could you imagine that? You imagine that, dude? You get rung up. You've already seen the replay. You know it was four inches out, and you, you walk past the guy, or he's like waiting. He's like waiting uh, on the like right outside the bathroom on the flight, and you're behind him. You're like, hey. Yeah, and this is an elite athlete, and you're just some guy. You want to talk about that fifth inning at bat or not? Like, that thing was out. Okay. <laughs> and if you don't like it, dude, we can land this plane right now. Um, all right, well, it is, it is notable that there's – I mean, when we talked about the minor leagues, we've only talked about the players. We've only talked about the players, but the umpires are out of work as well. So they've got those guys that they can bring up. That is notable. And those aren't, like, necessarily replacement refs. Those are professional referees – or, excuse me, umpires – yeah. But. I mean, I think worst comes to worst, you could legitimately, I've always thought this, like, you don't have to have four umpires. I mean, I know that it would look a little finicky, but in spring training, they do games with three umpires. True. Yeah. First, third, home plate. I mean, it's not that absurd That's, to think. Especially with replay rules, how they are now, it's never been easier to pull that off, you know. But. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be interesting to see. Baseball starts next week, next uh, Thursday, Friday, Wednesday, Thursday. Um, And we're recording this, by the way, on July 15th or July 16th. But it's still, it's a week away, dude. Like, it feels a a million miles away to me. It does. You know what I mean? Like, I'm pretty confident they're going to start. A lot can happen in a week, man. They're going to start. I think they're going to stop. I'm 100%, I'm 99% sure that there will be baseball games next week that matter. And that we will have... Are you 100% sure that they're going to have games in a month? That's the question. I I would say that I'm, for the first time in a while, I'm more sure that they're going to play than that they are going to stop. You know what I mean? Like, I think they're going to stop at some point. They're not going to finish the season. But I think they're guaranteed to start. Um, All right, yeah, let's take a break. We'll hear from... Uh, Travis. Travis. Yeah, great anchor ad coming up. And on the other side, we have more to talk about, um, including... Uh, Your boy Ot Elmore, dude. Ot Elmore and the basketball tournament and also the mustache is back. And we're back. Thank you, Travis, for that very articulate ad read. Literally any time, my man. Yep. Um, so you wanted to talk a little bit about the Georgia quarterback situation. JT Daniels and Jamie Newman, uh, can you can you bring me up to speed on this? Yeah, so Georgia, for the first time in a while, has a pretty solid quarterback room coming into 2020. Um, it's, it almost well, has, not for the – Jake Fromm was a solid quarterback. I mean, like – A racist, I mean, but a solid quarterback. <laughs> no, not Jake Fromm. Was he racist? Yeah, dude. yeah, he was. Yeah, dude. Nope. 
Nobody's rooting for the coronavirus harder than Jake Fromm right now. Well, dude, get all the attention. He's made me. a good move to get out of town because now he doesn't have to deal with whatever college football is going to do. Yeah, true. Year. So I've seen a bunch of things, uh, and not really a bunch. I, actually, I shouldn't say that. I've seen a story from si.com, uh, their Bulldog, Georgia Bulldogs website, um, ran by the Maven. And it is basically the story is comparing the quarterback competition of JT Daniels, the USC transfer, um, and Jamie Newman, the Wake Forest grad transfer this year at Georgia. There are a couple guys after that, uh, that some people believe have a fighter's chance, but it's essentially those two. It's those two guys. JT Daniels, a white guy. Jamie Newman, a black guy. I've seen one story on SI.com that says it should be very familiar to Georgia fans because it's a lot like Justin Fields versus Jake Fromm. The quarterback battle Face palm, bro. Daniels versus Newman is absolutely nothing like Justin Fields versus Jake Fromm. The only similarity between those two things, the only reasonable similarity, is that one is black and one is white. And if you are a reputable news outlet and you read, Which SI is barely at they this were, point. They were. They were. I mean They it, were the most reputable in the game at one point. And, in, and in terms of print. Look, I don't want to like say that you can't find stats to compare, you know, these two quarterback battles that that might would make it that might would make it uh, you know, like comparable or like similar, but you'd have to really, really reach. And for me, it's almost like saying, oh, if you see a white wide receiver on the field, it's like saying, damn, a little Wes Welker out yeah. there or something. And that's all fine and well at the bar and at home and wherever, really. But if you're in a sports illustrated, yeah, man, when you're printing analysis of quarterback battles for a, for a program as big as Georgia and you go that lazy with it, then it's familiar because it's a black guy versus a white guy. Jake Fromm and Justin Fields was a freshman versus a veteran. This is uh, two guys, Daniels and Newman, who are both entering year one at Georgia, but they're both veterans. These type of stories are so opportunistic and so obviously divisive to me. You know what I mean? Like, you strike while the iron's... Like, the race issue has never been hotter. I mean, but, but like, they don't even address the fact that one's black and one's white. They just They just imply it. Well, they, they use like, oh, one guy is solid on deep balls. The other guy is more of a check down. And it's like, dude, what are we doing? These are not the same situations at all. And to not even acknowledge that it's black and white, literally black and white, it is a disservice to anyone reading it. And it really just irritated the shit out of me. Yeah. So to fuck see you, that. SI. So I, I wanted to like just get that off my chest. If you have a chance, I mean, look up this story. It's on SI. Dot com. Look up Georgia quarterback battle si.com and, and you'll you'll see what I'm talking about. Um, but you've always been an Ott Elmore guy, right? Ott Elmore at the basketball tournament, um, TBT was... He had himself a tourney, right? Dude, he was an absolute problem on both ends of the floor. Uh, <laughs> probably one of the more efficient 220-pound... Uh, White guy with receding hairlines that I've ever seen. Right. So if you don't know who we're talking about, Ott Elmore is essentially the Joe Ingles of the TBT tournament. Plus, he could be in Joe Ingles' family tree. You, but plus you see what thirty you just, to forty pounds. You see so. what you just did there, though. You just did the West Welker. Oh, I did. I did. But that's but fine. he looks like 
Joe Ingles. That's what I'm saying. Like he really does. Joe Ingles looks like a plumber to me, it, and not like his face, but just his general vibe. And I'm not saying he plays Strong like forward Joe jazz. Yeah. Okay. Strong just forward. Clear that up. Small, Small forward. forward. Okay. There you go. SF. Strong side. Yeah. Yeah. It, Joe Joe Ingles looks like a plumber a little bit. This guy looks like he you know he might put on a roof for you. Yeah. Now that I'm thinking about it, there are thousands of guys, hundreds of thousands of guys that look like Joe Ingles. Yeah. Australian. People forget that. Damn, I didn't know that. Actually, it might be New Zealand. It's one of those. Fuck me. He speaks weird. Uh, heard that, which was the Marshall alumni team, also had UAB grad and current uh, uh, pro player overseas, Chris Coakley, who was a graduate of Savannah High. They were like the 23rd seed, I think. They made a run to the Elite Eight until they met up with one Joe Johnson. And Joe Johnson, the former Hawks... Uh, he's just a walking fucking bucket. Former dude. Hawks star? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Former Hawks star. Yeah. Um, he's in the Hawks Hall of Fame. He went absolute ISO. He's in the NBA Hall. The Naismith Basketball Hall of Fame. Gotta be. Not yet. No, he will be. Yeah. Well, huh. yeah. I mean, he put up 20,000 points. Joe, Joe Johnson is in the top 45 all-time NBA scoring. Yeah. Joe Johnson has more three-pointers made in the playoffs. Which that doesn't necessarily put you in the Hall of Fame. But he did have, I think, seven all-star appearances. Do you know uh, that? The, do you know that every player on the list above him, except for one, is in the Hall of Fame? Is a first ballot lock, really soon to be, or did not know that, or already in. Only one above him. Who's the one? Scoring lock. Nah, I can't. I can't think of it. I That's fair. It. Yeah, I got that little nugget from Bob Rathman. Shout out Hawks and Fox Sports South. Um, but yeah, the, the tournament was awesome. They ran into Joe Johnson. Heard that did, which was the team with Odd Elmore and uh, Chris Coakley. And Joe Johnson scored 35 points in like 21 minutes and was just a beast, dude. He finally took out Ott Elmore. But this guy was talking about how the NBA player, the former NBA player, had to prove it to him because they played in the league and he, quote, plays at the Y. (laughs) That made him instant legend, bro. Instant legend. Um, And for as like weird of a tournament as that is without fans... That was like decent basketball. Yeah. Those last, like, like when you got to like the Sweet 16 and Elite Eight, that was pretty well, quality basketball. And it was a fun watch. I, like, I was really surprised. Yeah. Man. Well, that Elam ending, man, makes anything exciting. Just the yeah. switch up and there's crazy comebacks can happen. We saw it. We saw one team come back from like 16 down to win it. So we were on the bachelor party this weekend and we tried to, like, when guys enter the living room, right, and they see, like, this Elam ending. Yeah, I had to explain it to like 10 people. Do you find that some people give up on it before, before, before you're I even done? Yeah, yeah. Because they're just not like, but I, well, the, and that's the way I was, but all you, you just gotta see it once or twice. And then you realize like, it's not really difficult to explain, but we don't even need to explain it. No, it's like it. playing to 21, basically. The point is that like, it, it removes late game fouling and it's yeah. really cool. I mean, I don't know, I still don't think we will ever, 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 ever see it in our lifetimes in professional basketball but no maybe in the all-star games and stuff like that well it's already been in the all-star i know but i mean like i'm always going to be good with whatever you want to try what they've what they've talked about doing is uh so like they've talked about doing an in-season like single elimination tournament and if they did something like that they would 110 percent right would institute it which they should because november december basketball is boring um, I shot an 89 yesterday at Savannah Harbor, um, and I immediately shaved all my facial hair. I shaved off all my facial hair except for 
the region right above my upper lip. Um, so yeah, you guys have probably heard it already. Heard Wolf about face it. furniture coming you've back. Ar- you've already heard about it, I'm sure. You've already read about it in the tabloids. The mustache is back. Um, so hide your girlfriends, um, and you better back the tea boxes up. Also, you look like Joe Ingles now, man. Well, that puts me in the majority. I mm-hmm. feel like of every other white guy. Could be New Zealand. Could be New Zealand. Could be Australia. Could be Australian. This guy might be from Great Britain for all I know. Sometimes maybe good. Sometimes maybe shit. <laughs> sometimes maybe good. Sometimes maybe shit. Um, <laughs> Damn, dude. You gotta, <laughs> brought it all the way back. You got uh, You got anything else, my guy? No, I'm good on that, man. Um, all right. Thank you guys for listening to episode one of season two of the Hot Grips podcast. Um, uh, like we said at the end of season one, uh, anyone interested in advertising or um, being involved in the show in any way, um, you know, we can help promote whatever brand you have. We can provide you analytics for who's listening to the podcast, when they're listening, how many people are listening, um, and you know, also what color clothes they're wearing that day. That's yeah, how, that's how much info we have. So we're like hit, Zuckerberg in this bitch, dude. We are a lot like Zuckerberg, and I'm a lot like Barry Sanders. You can find me on Twitter at Jadon Sports J A U D O N. Follow the show at Podcast Grits and at Spencer Maddox underscore um, for a penny the god. Uh, subscribe rate HTP on Apple and Spotify. Tell your friends, of course, only your cool friends because we don't want losers listening to this show. Um, five stars only if you rate it. And definitely, definitely click that subscribe button. All right. And until next time for season two, episode two next week. Uh, Thank you guys for listening and stay safe and wash your hands, you filthy animals. Peace.